Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. This is the 60th episode of The Gentleman's Breakfast. October 3rd, 2020. This year continues to slug on. Lots has happened. Jake, you sent me probably like a text on Tuesday or Wednesday saying, hey, let's record this week. And obviously a lot has happened since then. Um, Pretty low energy start. Like you're looking a little gun shy there, buddy. I mean, I get that we're getting up there in age. We're 60. We're ready for retirement. I know the pressure's on, mm. but... Um, well, there's a lot, of, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of things we have to get to today. Um, but one of my favorite things I would like to address off the bat here is, since you've moved out of town, this is just like uh, confessions of our relationship type stuff. You're not a great, sure. you're not a great communicator. You're not a good responder <laughs> to text. I think I've, you know, I look like that crazy ex-girlfriend who sent you seven text messages. You just haven't re- replied to any of them. And then I've, I've never been a good texture. You, you know that, but it's not. You haven't been firing off dozens of them. You send me one or two. You send me like a screenshot of a tweet. Sometimes I have a reaction to it. Sometimes I don't. What do you want me to say, bud? You know, I'm just keeping it fresh, keeping it whatever. So then in the middle of you ignoring my text messages, you send one to a group, which we affectionately call the Wizards of Webster, because we're dorks, we play a card game called Wizards. And you send this text message because you're about to move west, Denver. Open question to the group. Has anyone seen my <laughs> ski boots? They're orange, blasting with Seamus and or Canaan, I believe. That's it. Like, you think... Your ski boots are just lying around somewhere. You haven't checked in on these know, ski man. boots in what two or three years? It, it was when I was living in New York. I was driving around. We got them out of twelve twelve. Then they were in the back of the car when I left. People like I didn't expect them to just disappear. I get that it you know it's a burden to drag shit around. Maybe they're there. Maybe they're not. I don't want to go get more ski boots. <laughs> How much were you willing to? Have somebody FedEx those boots out to you if they were still. Uh, I mean, what would it cost? Twenty or thirty bucks? That's worth it. Yeah, I mean, this, it was a similar reaction when you left in a kerfuffle to New York. I don't know, four years ago, and you left like every single one of your academic books from Indiana in the room that you left half um, packed. Still, and then you fa- you were devastated to find out that I just threw all those books away. <laughs> what did you want me to do with those? Let's rewind the tape here, okay? Let's rewind the tape. To 2014, when uh, you know a puppy from the shelter shows up, <laughs> cute, yes, but need still needs some training, still needs to be shown the ropes, and gets a nice little kennel there in my kitchen nook. Okay, mm-hmm. this is a this is a, a two way multi way street. It's a roundabout in this friendship group here, and uh, you know I'm asking a precious little. I'm not saying that I'm gonna be pissed. If the books aren't there or the ski boots aren't there, I'm just asking if they still are. Yeah, that's fair. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to locate the ski boots. Uh, but, I mean, level of excitement for you. I imagine, do you have any friends in Texas or like a couple? A uh, couple, but mostly work people. I mean, until, you know, PBT moved out here. But that was during quarantine, so. Yeah. and then Couldn't take full advantage of it, unfortunately. And then now you're moving to Denver. I am. Yep. Yep. Uh, soon to be a, a homeowner, which is exciting. Things come full circle, right? I moved to SF. I move a bu- meet a bunch of people from Colorado. Obviously, end up living there. 
and then you you do the great migration with them because you have, now you have a good contingent of friends in Colorado. There's a few. There's a couple. Yeah. Um, how is the level of with the the roommate? How is the level of like pushing open the the quarantine bubble? Are you like aggressive with hey let's meet more friends or is it just like the same eight or twelve people? Because that's some, that's something I'm struggling with. I, I need to find new ways to get more people into this bubble. I would say we've been pretty loose with it, but you know, not a whole lot of new people. Usually the same group that we've seen. If we're we've done two houses with people that we know. Um, one in Texas, one in Tahoe, and everyone got tested kind of before and after. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, when you're doing that test, this occurred to me, like I'm driving through CVS, and both of us, both the roommate and I, are getting tested. Right? Mm-hmm. That's really inefficient on this country's resources. Like, we just need to test one from the couple. Like, the 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 pharmacists in the window there needs to just say, okay. I need to see you throw. I need to see one of you throw your tongue down the other one's throat, and then we'll just test that one. You need to save a couple bucks. You mean? Save a couple bucks. Save a couple tests. Save lives, Seamus. Please. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of saving lives, our fearless leader, Tony Twitter Thumbs, has gotten the vid here. I think Wednesday, and he's at Walter Reed Hospital, so we keep him in our. Thoughts and prayers and uh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. A number of his cabinet members. Um, th- this has got to go two ways. It's gonna motivate everybody to say this is not that dangerous because front and center is this guy and he's severely out of shape and doesn't exercise and old, or he actually gets pretty sick and. How, how does his how does his voter base respond? My immediate reaction to this was, I hope that this guy like gets to the verge of death. I don't hope that he dies. Right. He's the president of the U.S. I don't like him. I don't hope that he dies. But I hope that he gets really sick because if he has no symptoms and he bounces back from this thing, which does happen a fair percentage of the time. Mm-hmm. We are never going to fucking hear. It's going to be the end of us, right? Because he's going to say it's no big deal. All of his constituents are going to say it's no big deal. We're fucked. So I think he's running like a low-grade fever at Walter Reed right now. Uh, We need that LGF to improve to more of an HGF, more of a high-grade fever. I want to see him breaking 100. Yeah, you want want it to play. I mean, this is terrible to sound. I mean, our lives have been a reality TV show for the last four years and no better way to have a finale here as we <laughs> embark on another uh it's wild we're, we're not going to be able to have any more debates well for sure the, the one in mid-october is definitely not happening yeah yeah there were supposed to be three and i don't think that they're going to be able to do the last one before election day if he stays sick for like a over a week and then he has to quarantine for two weeks there's absolutely no way but if this asshole gets out of this thing clean, I'm uh, it. It's gonna be so bad. Well, here's the problem. I don't think we're ever gonna really know how sick he gets. Right, right. Like, like the the range of outcomes are: he doesn't get sick at all. 
He gets sick and lies and says that he wasn't sick. Mm-hmm. He gets pretty sick, but then gets over it, kind of like a normal case. He gets real sick and almost dies, possibly goes on an incubator, is out of commission for as long as a month. Or he fucking dies. Like, that's... And I would I would put almost equal weight on all of those scenarios. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see, because you have time. So next week, Kamala and uh, Pence talk. They have a debate. And if he gets increasingly more sick, is there going to be like, okay, we should have Pence do more of these debates? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you could have Pence debate Biden. I, I actually, I should have looked this up before the show. I don't know what happens when the president's incapacitated. So well, it, maybe you know on on your next topic I'll uh, <laughs> I'll look that up. Like he's not dead, but he's also not not dead, right? Yeah, um, I think he still he still runs it. I mean, here's my hunches, right? Because you can't find out anything accurate from the news. Yep. From what I gather, Hope Hicks, you know, his lead. I don't even know what her official position is. Got it like Tuesday or Wednesday. They went and still did another like rally in New Jersey or New York, and then he started feeling symptoms. The media is saying that they hit it for a day. Who knows? But you get the vibe that he's actually sick. The first lady is fine. Do you get the same vibe from the news you've read? No, I haven't read it in detail that much. I just saw like tested positive, tested positive, and basically stopped there. And, and I saw that the president went to the hospital out of caution. I think it all... I think what you've really got to closely monitor. Don't read the news at all. This is how you. This is how you track him. How many? Don't read the news. Listen to Seamus. How many tweets is he going to fire off a day? Yesterday, real light day. I don't think he he didn't fire any off during the whole day after he announced it. That's a it. fair point. And then he they did like a canned video, and like thank you for your thoughts. Uh, that could be how you actually track, yeah, whether he's sick or not. As if you didn't think this plot twist could get any thicker. I mean, now we're just in... It's going to... Entertainment is the the wrong word. I mean, it sounds a little... Uh, insensitive to say it's entertaining, but... It's always been insensitive. You brought it up and it's always angered me, but I've become numb to it. <laughs> I, I don't find this shit entertaining at all. The fate of the nation, but... It's something that I have to watch. It's like watching, uh, you know, you're watching a car crash right in front of you just to make sure that you don't get hit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's going to be intriguing to, to see how it plays out nonetheless. I, I You know he's going to leverage one way or another. Right? If he gets sick, there's... If he really gets sick, it's very hard for him to leverage that into anything. If he doesn't get sick... Absolutely, there's a lot of things he can do with it. But, speaking of plot twists, here's something that the roommate dropped on me the other day. Mm, Let's hear it, let's get it. So she's changing jobs, right? Prior job has some benefits related to how lady parts and man parts come together. Oh, got it. To make make little people, right? And she's like, well, might as well get all the use out of these benefits, right? And she's, you know, when was the last time that you had your, you know, your stream checked, your shooters checked? <laughs> like, 
I'm like, never, but I know that they work, right? <laughs> what course, do you mean? Yeah, of course. I said, typical response. Who knows, man? Talk about BDE, huh? You know that they work. <laughs> Continue. This is okay. good. So, you know, she's like, all right, well, you, so you should have nothing to fear then, right? Go ahead. So I got to go into the, a corner of our, like, quarantine apartment here <laughs> quietly. The You know, it's scheduled one afternoon on a Tuesday and fill up a cup. Okay? And it's like you have to get them delivered within an hour um, so that they're fresh, of course. Yeah. So you blocked off time on your count. You're, you're on oh, your work yeah, calendar. Yeah. You you blocked yes. off Tuesday afternoon, like between calls, like pressures on. Did you like? Did you prep yourself like Saturday, Sunday, or whatever? Like, make sure we've got a full. Batch oh, they here? tell you you have to. There has to be no activity for five days. Okay, so you held to no activity for five days. No activity for five days. Okay. Then were you eating healthier? Next... Like were you thinking about that? Like maybe maybe less nachos, <laughs> no. no burgers, something like that. No, but so then before my next call, you know, I have to hand off a paper bag that has a plastic cup <laughs> of you know pump fake juice in it. Right? <laughs> Is she the runner? Like who's delivering this? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, she's she's the runner. There's reverse logistics on this, <laughs> and. Um, so those those little guys I mean they they flew over they died over in Normandy Normandy under fucking machine gun fire in a plastic cup and they weren't uh suckers like that fucker Trump said they died <laughs> heroes but turns out you know they're about average to below average for a mid thirties man. <laughs> how how, and, how quickly do they get the analysis back? It was like a week, and my response, of course, was, "I can shoot better. I know that I can." That was that was just an okay one. When you when you were in the moment, were you thinking, like after it happened, were you like, "This is a good pull," or? Um, no, yeah, I was like, ah, this is this looks middling, and I also have to get on a call in five minutes. And then you're like, here it is. Yep, yep, clean it all up. There it is. So now, like, do they do they give any like analysis of like, this is why we think it's medium to low. These are some things you could do to change it. Do they give you that? No, advice? they you know they they pass the buck always, and they're like, well, you could go see, an, you know. I'm not really the one that can talk about that. You can go and see an endocrinologist if you want. I'm going to go see a fucking endocrinologist. Um, so that's interesting. So then roommates stuff gets put in the fridge as well. And then as long as you need it, that's like five or ten years or whatever, right? There's no shelf life on it? Sure. The- theoretically, I don't know. It's... That whole industry is such a, a racket. If you look at the actual success rates of this stuff. Now, granted, what people will say in response is any success is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't ma- measure it on percentages. But it costs massive amounts of money. It's one of the only major services in the U.S. that is just fully, generally not covered by insurance. People pay cash. Tens, if not Tens. hundreds of thousands of dollars right, for yeah. this stuff. That's how much you know. And the success rates are like sub 50% overall. But this is covered on her current insurance before she moves to her next job. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a benefit. She still has to pay uh, a good amount for it, but there's a there's a benefit there. Probably gotten into way too many personal details, and she's going to be displeased with this. But you know, it was one of the most interesting things. That happened uh, I think to me it's in the last I think it's very weeks. captivating. I mean, my friend uh, went through the same thing on one of my other not as popular podcast. Um, did the same thing, and it was interesting to him to talk about because I think this is happening more and more. Right, like it's a very common thing. Uh, do they? Does it stay in the state where it happens? How do they transport it? Like, what does that look like? Uh, there's a lab. So you throw it in the cup, you take it to the lab. Are you talking about the frozen aspect of it? Yeah. So the like, other end. Like, look. So you did it in Texas. There's storage facilities. I, I I really don't know that much about it. One of the storage one of the major storage storage facilities went bankrupt a couple months ago, though. So the question is, like, what happens with all those? But well, I mean, that that's what I'm thinking, right? I just paid tens of thousands of dollars for this in Texas. I moved to Colorado. And who who's moving that stuff when I, when I come calling in two years to move to Colorado? So I have like that, a guy like an Amazon truck driver or UPS driver that, that just FedExes it down there? How does it move? It's not going in an that airplane. That aspect never even occurred to me. But I'm guessing that they just, you know, they throw it in the freezer truck with the dryer's ice cream. And <laughs> it's just in a differently labeled tub. They're like, oh, this one is Turner, this one is Smith. Now, maybe we mixed it up, right? I mean, how... Cold, cold chain distribution, man. Wow. But So, uh, on your end, though, uh, mm-hmm. how did... We haven't really done a post-mortem on the rescheduling of the nuptials. Oh, yeah. How, how did that go? You know, surprisingly... Um, Seamus, for those... Well, you know, everyone on the show is going to know. You had to postpone... Which was, I'm sure, a pain, but probably the right move. So yeah, we had to, we had to postpone the wedding. We we entertained the idea of doing it um, right when it seemed like it might have slowed down in June or July. Obviously, a bad decision. So then we officially canceled it. Um, the fiance has taken it like a champ. Uh, you know, not nice. not getting emotional or getting upset about it. Just understanding that you know, first world problems. There's bigger fish to tackle. Yeah. Uh, the weirdest part is everybody asking you what you're doing. And I think it's just out of like politeness and concern and not having an answer for it is weird. You mean like, like leading up to the decision people asking even now they're like, Oh, bummed out. Sorry. Like very genuine, like responses, but I don't have an answer for you. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have one for the foreseeable future. So we've reached yeah. the point. You'll of, figure it out in 2021 sometime or whatever. Whenever it is. But everybody is like, everybody is like methodically planning, right? Some like sisters in laws. And I never, this never dawned upon me. Nobody wants to be pregnant at somebody's wedding. So whether they're, <laughs> whether they're planning a kid or trying to have a kid, everybody's just like, oh, what are you targeting? Right. Like there's a number of different people that are trying to set this up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't have a response to you. We've entertained going really small. Um, eventually, I think we'll do something where I think the benefit to it, to be honest with you, Jake, is we'll be able to throw a party when a party is capable of being happening. And we might yeah, yeah. we might get away with not having it be like wedding-y. Just be like, okay, these are all the people I would have invited to my wedding, and it'll just be a party to maybe dip below that premium of, hey, this is a wedding. Like no, we we'll just call right, it a party because they're gonna upcharge you on that because it's your special day. That's fair. I didn't think about that. I'm just, you know, you guys do whatever's right for you. I just hope that there is 
an event of some, some kind because I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think you had a good group together. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd never realized until I was building up for it. I'm like, I was so excited to get all these people together in one place through all my walks of life. And I thought that was going to be a bunch of fun. And hopefully we'd still do that. Um, but I think everybody's going to be anxious just to get together in some capacity. Um, sure. Uh, where that lands, who knows. Um, right now, I'm just, I'm excited to get my hair cut. And I'm excited to eat on the streets of San Francisco and pay high rent. Those are the things that I continue continue paying high rent. I mean, any social. I mean, look, I I like to socialize. We randomly ran into one of my friends out to eat on like a Thursday night, and they sat down next to us, and you know, a couple drinks. Like, hey, do you want to come back to our apartment? And it's not like we're swingers. It's just like, hey, do you want to socialize? Hey, do you want to have like a whiskey on the rock? And I was like, yeah, 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 absolutely, cool, cool. Like, you know, it's like the simple things in life. you gotta, you gotta be uh, grateful for this, what you got. This quarantine has to really land hard on people like yourself that, that feed off of that. Because you know, I mean, I could be by myself in this apartment for a year, uh, maybe not a full year. <laughs> Years, long time. Six months, mm-hmm. and probably be fun. Mm-hmm. As long as there's a solid supply chain for Sierra Nevada, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna get through it. I think this is really the time to get on the sailboat because, you know, the only place that's really open up right now is the Caribbean because they need the money. The Caribbean, all those places are open to tourism. You can, Didn't even know. You get the you get the sailboat, British Virgin Islands, you bomb around, you're out of the news, you're not paying attention to every little news story as I am now. You're staying out of the funk and you're just kind of going upon your way. I think that's that's the way to do it. I mean, but yeah, like I, I'm the guy at work, Jake. I'm, I'm, I'm slacking you. Hey, how's it going? I mean, I'm, I'm desperate for the water cooler talk. I need something. I fucking hate slack. In general? It has its time and place, which is like, I think the way that you were referring to using it is the right way to use it, which is you check in with people or you need something from someone that you know at a company. Sure, slack. Using it for work purposes on a regular basis is fucked because I always feel like I'm losing messages, can't keep up with it. Versus an email, it's always there. I can just go through the fucking record. This is just like talking about planes, so I'm going to apologize for that yeah. discussion. I think this gate, is – are you new to Slack? Is this why you're, you're new to this? No, culture? no. I used Slack at the prior company, but it was only used in the context of either social stuff or – Hey, I need this little one-off thing, and it doesn't. And I already know you really well, and it doesn't make sense. You know, I'm not going to email it over you, over to you. And I also know it's an answer that you could get within five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything else was email. Um, and my new company is kind of the opposite. It's like if there's something super formal that you need to send, or a report that you need to send out, or whatever. A lot of times you do that in email, but the number of emails that I send per day is sub 10. Mm-hmm. Yep. And same for the number that I receive because everything else is Slack and I am not the biggest fan. Same. Well, if, unfortunately, like Slack has transformed into this like unofficial, easy communication and the email has become more important. Like, hey, this is official. This is documented. Uh, the same, same thing at my company everything everything like if i need an answer to something i have to throw it into slack well slack is still all that's all discoverable that's all recorded 
we don't need to go too far on that. Uh, like a bigger work problem that I'm having right now is it's it, it's real awkward when you go and take a fake bathroom break just because you need some chill time and then you come back into the conference room and suddenly realize that you need to take a real dump like five minutes later. You've done this? <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times. We're just, you know, getting up and down jostles a lot of stuff. Yeah. I've just had lunch or whatever, but I also decided that I needed to go and sit on the toilet and scroll through my phone for five or ten minutes. So I went and did that, and then I went back into the room, and I got a little rumble in my tumble and decided that all of a sudden i got to go back out now for real business. Mm. Do, do you and the roommate have it baked out of, like, who's got which space in terms of what calls, or do you have to line up times, or is there enough space in the apartment where, like, okay, I need the eight to ten slot? We have, an, we have enough space because we have, we have the bedroom and I, my desk is set up in the bedroom and then the roommate has the, has the actual nice part of the apartment, the living room with the nice, you know, uh, four to ceiling windows and sweeping view of Austin and all that. She, she lives in that and I live in this fucking dungeon here that's all backlit from this window. I look terrible on Zoom all the time, but you know. I think that's it a, is what it is. It's a good look for you. It's like, man, have you, have you guys had a call with Jake? He's grinding all the time. It looks like he hasn't slept. <laughs> it's dark clothes, not a lot of light. It's a good look for you, you know? Maybe. I, I hope that that's the chatter. I haven't seen it on Slack, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's no more water cooler talk, so who would know? You don't know what people are saying behind your back. But you got- it's probably about time to get into the report card. <laughs> I think so. I think so. You got um, any scales for us today? Um, what type of scale do we have? What about board games? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, we could do board games. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you you to me are a quintessential Scrabble. Your your Scrabble, okay. Because you know who asked you to play Scrabble, and this is my opinion: people that think they're smarter than you, think they have a better yeah. vocabulary than you. And I'm comfortable saying your command of the English language is better than mine. And you probably beat me at Scrabble. You challenge these two word bullshit words I would throw out there, <laughs> and it wouldn't be enjoyable playing you in Scrabble. And, you know, you're kind of a nickel and dimer by the rules and people that like to win, but it's not like a, a fun game for everybody. That's what you are. You're, you're Scrabble. Uh, probably true. Tough to hear, but you need to hear, hear it every now and again. I'm going to say that you're a, and this might be, you know, too obvious of a pick, but I'm going to make it fit like a square peg in a round hole. <laughs> Uh, Monopoly. Mm. And a lot of people, when they think of that game, they think of, you know, oh, that's like the the tycoon game or whatever. That's for, for people that are greedy. I actually don't think so because you roll some dice, you land on a random fucking property, you pick some stuff, you go through chance, treasure chest, free parking. Who the fuck knows? The actual, like, cutthroat games are, you know, when we get in there with trains and stuff and we're doing Empire Builder, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This game is, it's it's all random. You go through it. At the end of it, like going into it, you're like, this is an iconic American experience, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll play a little bit of Monopoly. A little bit of Seamus sounds good at noon on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
And you, you have some highs and lows. You might have some fun in there or whatever. At the end of it, even the person that wins feels fucked. Kind of sick of it. But you're going to come back. Yeah. I agree. With Monopoly, you're not really enjoying the game. I mean, you quickly determine... It's all in the wheeling and dealing. The trade and the trade in properties, the movement, or if there's going to be a stalemate, right? You know, you got to try to monopolize a street or two or or something. Otherwise, it's going to suck. And then so, through that battle, everybody's like defeated, whether you win or not, right? Now you just... You, somebody needs to win. It's all just in how you roll the dice and where you land and what kind of Seamus you get today. Is it a... <laughs> Is it a park place? Is it a Pennsylvania Avenue? Is it a, you know? I appreciate that both of us hold the game sacred enough that we didn't give either of us Settlers of Catan. Because I think that's just the ultimate game. Um, Well, hey, it's been a pleasure catching up. And thank you for throwing the the, the story I was not expecting. Again, a little personal because that's a lot of feedback we've gotten from the listeners. It's seen a little bit more out of Jake, so we appreciate that. And uh, it's always enjoyable doing this, and hopefully we'll do uh, another one soon. Honor and a privilege, 60th episode. Thanks, everyone. See you guys.